This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 313 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, and today we have Chris Piercy. Now, he is with Mosquito Hunters. Chris, how you doing? I'm good. How's it going? Um, things are going wonderful, and I got to share with our viewers. Whoa! Oh my goodness. So Chris just, just scared the bejeebers out of me. So uh, for our listeners who can't see what I'm looking at, one, Chris, is he came dressed for the safari, for the hunt in his safari hat, and he just threw a big mosquito. Was that, that was a like a mammoth mosquito you just zipped at me. Yeah, <laughs> mammoth the marsh mosquito. Then one of your, your big hunts, I guess it's a, it looks like a, one of the ones you got and stuffed it. It's a trophy, trophy mosquito. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so, Chris, let's start with your uh, with your business, Mosquito Hunters. Tell us. I, I can kind of guess what you do, but I want to hear it from you. What do you do? Sure. So our focus um, is very targeted on um, removing biting flying pests from the outdoor spaces of homes, businesses, and events. <laughs> Love it, love it, and I love the. Uh, I saw that on your website that you do events. What a smart idea! Because we've all been to that event, whether it be the outdoor wedding and so forth. And you know, as you're sitting there listening to the vows, you know, everyone's going ah, ooh, you know, trying to yeah. wave the, the bugs away, and that's brilliant. Wow, especially living on the coast here, um, a lot of people like to have beach weddings and so forth, and the mosquitoes and oceans tend to be really bad in those areas. So. People set up a nice event, you know, a little event next to the the beach. And, yeah, they're slapping themselves the whole time, getting welts. And- <laughs> so you mentioned the word no seams. What is the deal with those things? Do they have, like, teeth? You can't see them, but they, they bite like that big mosquito you just shared with me a moment ago. How is it they, they can inflict that kind of pain? Yeah, so – you know, mosquitoes and noceums are all part of the fly family, but uh, a noceum, which actually has name, different names depending on what part of the country you're from, they're called, you know, noceums here in Southwest Florida, flying or uh, biting midges. They're also <laughs> called flying teeth. Um, yes. <laughs> and the flies. But flying teeth is a good one because they actually, unlike a mosquito, a mosquito has a proboscis that it uses like a needle. And uh, has a little anesthetic. It injects this into your uh, arm and then sucks out a little blood. Noceums actually have um, scissor-like mouths, and they chew a hole in your skin and then sort of lap the blood out of you. So that's why it is a, a very painful bite that they inflict. And they're very difficult to see. So, you know, you don't even see the thing. That's why they call them noceums. All of a sudden, you know, you feel this sharp pain in your ankle or your wrist. and Right. That's this flying, uh, biting fly chewing a hole in you and getting some blood. Oh my goodness. Now I got to ask you a question. Maybe you know the answer, maybe you don't, but uh, are there more, are there some people who, who attract more mosquitoes than others? Is there such a thing? There are, you have different blood types are more appealing and um, Ah. drink. They tend to like people who've had some alcohol consumption and, Certain perspiration and pH, and uh, also, you know, when you exhale, you exhale carbon dioxide, they can sense that and they're attracted to it. So, people who tend to exhale more carbon dioxide, bigger people sometimes are more attractive. Okay. Also, 
you know, they like kids and pets do because they're low to the ground, you know, uh-huh, uh-huh. in particular, hang out closer to the ground. Um, so there's a lot of different factors. Wow. And they, I have a lot of customers, you know, who the, there's somebody in the family that's allergic. You know, some people tend to be more allergic to mosquito saliva than others. And um, so they react when they get bit and have bad wealth. And then other people may not be allergic. Right. And, bitten and not really notice. It's interesting. Right. There's always one or two people in fa a family when I'm doing residential treatments that seem to be being victimized by these biting pests more than others. Yeah. Yeah. That was our daughter. That's why I asked. I mean, it just seemed like, yeah, we would go out camping and uh, the next morning she'd have these like mounds on her skin, you know, these huge welts and everyone else. And we all slept in the same tent would be like, what? what's the deal? You know? Sure. Sure. Yeah. So she was good bait, I guess, for the mosquitoes. As long as we had her, everybody else was safe. Yeah. <laughs> mosquito bait. <laughs> so how did you get into the mosquito business? Well, I've, you know, I've had a career as an IT executive previously, and um, yeah. I've been laid off from a job. I'm from Atlanta originally. I've been here, down here almost three years in southwest Florida. And... Um, you know, it was a company that I worked with. It happened to be a Berkshire Hathaway company, and it it was a declining market for their products, so they were laying people off. And I was thinking, it would be great to be a business owner, you know, be accountable to myself. And I actually used these types of services when I lived in Atlanta. I had a pool, and we had a bad mosquito problem. Mosquitoes are actually pretty bad in Atlanta. So huh. I used a company provide these services and I thought these are great services a lot of people I know use them and uh, I uh, was going to start the business there originally but we decided to relocate to southwest Florida and started the business uh, in 2018 okay wow wow and, and so uh, what's your area how, how far out do you serve Officially Lee County. We um, work in other areas. We do work in uh, Naples and uh, Port Charlotte, Northport, but we're focused on Lee County primarily. Fort Myers Beach, Fort Myers, Sanibel, Bonita Springs, Estero, Cape Coral, St. James City, Pine Island. Okay. Yep. Yep. Well, that's great. Well, plenty of mosquitoes to keep you busy there for sure, huh? Absolutely. <laughs> So what do you have a, a favorite mosquito story? Any, uh, anything come to mind uh, over the past couple of years in servicing that, that you went, Oh, Holy cow. What, what's going on here? Well, the success stories I think are my favorites really. And yeah. St. James city and Pine Island in particular, you know, it's an Island. So surrounded by salt water and, you know, mosquitoes and no seams tend to like those marshy salt water environments and, had some, you know, some people with big properties out there, horse farms, for example, and they're just, you know, it's really miserable when they're outside. And the people that live here want, they want to spend time outside. The weather's nice here year round for the most part. And, um, you know, sometimes it takes two or three treatments in those situations when they're sort of in the jungle, you know, near mm -hmm. adjacent marsh. But I've been really pleased, you know, when people say, you know, I'm going to, I'm comfortable outside now. Nobody's getting bitten up. Um, hmm. we can't eliminate a hundred percent of the flying biting pests, but we've had good, 
good luck. And that, you know, those are my favorite stories really. And just being able to utilize their outdoor spaces again, because they've been yeah. inside because they're getting attacked by these things that are biting them. It's flying teeth. Ugh. Yes. <laughs> so how about, are there any myths that you hear in the uh, mosquito uh, world, your, your industry that you can dispel? I think a lot of, um, what one big myth is that, you know, people think that mosquitoes are taking their blood as sustenance and actually only the females bite. Um, huh. Mosquitoes and noceums, they need proteins from your blood to form their eggs. How about that? And then, um, so they actually feed on foliage and uh, nectar from flowers. So, but like mosquitoes, yeah. they, they eat leaves for energy and they hang out under leaves. Okay. It's actually like flower nectar. I had no idea. Okay. So, yeah. So don't worry about the male mosquitoes. Yeah, they're not going to bother you. Okay. They might fly near you or something like that, but they're not going to yes. bite you. The other myth I think would be that, well, standing water is a problem and it's a breeding site for mosquitoes, you know, and the species we have here can lay up to 300 eggs in a bottle cap sized amount of water. So if you've got standing water on your property, you can have some real serious problems with them. Right. Things breeding and reproducing, you know, by the hundreds. But uh, a lot of uh, mosquitoes can actually lay their eggs just on the ground. And then that's why when it rains, they can survive for six months, these eggs in a dehydrated form. And then as soon as it rains and they get hydrated, they can, they can hatch after that. So that's why they tend to explode after rain. It does create, you know, rain events create standing water, but they also rehydrate these eggs. Wow. No teams actually don't need standing water. They can, okay. they can lay their eggs in mud or manure or wet sand. Interesting. So the, uh, I guess after a, a dry spell and we get a rain, it's probably a good bet that we're going to have more mosquitoes in the area. Absolutely. Yeah. Interesting. Good stuff, man. I'm, I'm learning a lot here about when you're not, Working on the business when you're not hunting mosquitoes out there, what are you doing for fun? So I enjoy spending time with my family. You know, being in Southwest Florida, of course, boating is a big thing, and I uh, really enjoy that. I really just like to go cruise around in the boat. I'm not a big fisherman. Um, I like to work on old cars, um, restoring an old Triumph Roadster right now. That's fun, and don't have a particular timeline for that. Maybe that'll be something I finish up when I'm retired. Fun to tinker with, you know. Yep, yep. And I play in a band also, um, an 80s glam metal cover band called Section 8. <laughs> Currently re rehearsing and auditioning for a new singer. We hope to be doing some gigs in the uh, Southwest Florida nightclub scene near uh -huh. Oh, that's awesome! And and what do you? What's your role in the band? What do you play? I play guitar. Yeah. Backup yeah. vocals. Nice. Nice. We do like the crew and Rat and Ozzy and um, Poison and stuff like that. Hair <laughs> metal stuff. <laughs> oh, I love it! I love it! That's great. 
How about from a hardship standpoint or a challenge, Chris, what comes to mind a time that you were able to get through a hardship and you look back and say, hey, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. Well, starting a business is, you know, a bit of a hardship. It's, you know, yeah. it's a bit of an uphill climb initially. I can't think of a particular event, but the first year was, you know, hard. The business, you know, you're, you're trying to make people aware of your company and your services. And, um, you know, there are those times when you wonder, is there, a, is there a market for this or how do I get to hear about it? But, you know, it picked up and did a lot of local events and got to meet a lot of people. Yeah, uh, getting to know the area here and and uh, getting to know some people has been great. Networking with other businesses, mm-hmm. and, um, I love the community here. It's been really good. Yeah, it's a good place to have a business. Yeah, for sure. Great, great folks, and we've interviewed so many uh, over the past six or so months uh, with this podcast. So we are blessed for sure. What about one thing you wish our listeners knew about your company, what would that be? Oh, we're very customer focused and we actually, um, you know, we want people to have comfortable outdoor spaces. That's our mission. Mm-hmm. And we actually, you know, will come out and do free retreats in between. We come out every 21 days. That's our treatment cycle. And, um, we're always interested in hearing from our customers and if people are having problems, you know, mm-hmm. we rush right out and try and investigate the source of any new like breeding areas for the insects, you know, or after rain events and so forth. So we're very, you know, hand, as hands on with the customers as they want us to be and, you know, responsive to their needs. And we've enjoyed good customer retention because of that. And yeah, and we always, you know, people can call or text any time of day or night with questions they may have about the services. And we just, we love our customers. We like working outside. We like working with people, talking to people and getting to know people in the community and helping them be comfortable outside. That's awesome. Well, I'm sure there are future customers listening, wondering how do we get a hold of Chris and his company? Uh, What's the best way for them to reach you? Well, they can always call um, 239-675-3322 or go to mosquitohunters.com. You can request a quote there to fill out a quick form, your name and address, and uh, we're notified and we reach out that way. Um, and we give people quotes, you know, without an in-person visit using satellite imagery can measure the property yeah. on the size of the property and the amount of foliage. Right. You know, the pricing has to do with um, the amount of time it'll take and the amount of product it'll take to do the treatments. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good information on mosquitohunters.com, you know, answer a lot of questions. Yeah. Well, terrific. Well, Chris, it's been a pleasure. Appreciate your time. And uh, we yeah, look forward to you freeing uh, Southwest Florida of those nasty flying, what was that, teeth? Eaters or flying teeth, flying <laughs> teeth, and mosquitoes, and and uh, appreciate you making the the outside world a, a pleasurable place to have fun in. Thank you so much for having me on the Good Neighbor Podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.